0: Okay. So I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14, I have used Maybelline for that long and their new lifter flump lip gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm just that girl. I'm sorry, I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new lifter plump, okay? Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. Guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to the show. I've got a very cerebral, esoteric topic for today. And it's part of my uh, not so secret agenda to elevate this podcast this year and really push us all together to think about things in a new way and just take it up a notch. So, today I want to talk about time. And I've been thinking a lot about time uh, extra these past couple weeks, but I've always been fascinated by the concept of time and it trips me out. Like when I think about, um, like time change, you know, if you go on a plane or whatever, that trips me the fuck out. I know that's so stupid, but it like, I get so, I just think it's wild when I'm thinking about like people in Australia being in tomorrow or whatever. Um, you know, that movie, uh, what's the movie with Amy Adams where she, the aliens come, like it's about time. That one really trips me out. And I also have been trying to slow down time because I just, you know, it it starts going faster and faster. And we've talked about this on the pod before, but you know, some things that you can do to slow down time or travel, have new experiences, make new friends. Essentially the reason why your childhood feels so vast is because you're constantly learning new things and you're constantly having new experiences. That's why childhood you're like, oh my God, it was like worlds and worlds of experience and there's just so many memories and it's so rich and then as you get older you fall into routine you go to the same job every day you eat you know similar things for lunch you have your friends you know you really get into it uh and it just goes faster and faster and i remember asking my dad when i graduated college like oh my god what's going to happen now and he said well time will start to go faster and i said well what can i do to uh to slow it down and he said travel he said that's the That's the thing. And he was right. And so that's why I've always really tried to take trips and why I really try to push my friends to do things and go on, you know, little weekend trips together. It's so nice to go on trips with, you know, the person you're dating, go visit your family, stuff like that. Um, And then again, recently I was listening to Dak Shepard and he was saying, uh, you know, if you can live in multiple places or go go live somewhere else for a year like all of these experiences are are great if you are in interested in slowing down time and it can be smaller too you might be thinking like fuck you tinks i can't just pick up and move to hong kong for a year yeah totally noted but you know you can pick up a new hobby or you can go get drinks with a new friend i think what always scared me is like the idea of you know, and I feel it happening sometimes. Sometimes you're like, no, I don't want to do anything new. I'd rather just do the same thing. And it's tough because like you're you're probably thinking, Tinks, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because you're the one who's like routine, routine, routine is so important. And it's like, yes, but it's more about routines that really ground you. So for me, it's like journaling or walking, but it's not like the exact same thing every day. It's more like little tools in your day that I think are important for routine. And and little non-negotiables and not so much like doing the same thing, eating exactly the same thing every day, only seeing the same five people, etc. So let's dig in. The reason that I wanted to do this episode, why it first came up, is because there's a specific type of question that I get in AMA and then I also get emailed a lot, which is... When do you think is the right amount of months to move in with your boyfriend? My boyfriend has, hasn't said I love you in five months. Do you think that that's too long? How long, sh- how long did you, how long is it, you know, should you date someone before you become exclusive? Is three weeks too long uh, to not have been kissed by someone you're dating? And I'm like, you guys, what is with this obsession with s- timelines? Like, no two people are the same in this world and I want to take this on on a micro level which is what I'm just talking about and also a macro level because the other side of things is like I'm in my 30s and I'm not married or like I'm still single and I'm 36 or like I you know I didn't I don't own a home and I'm this age and that age and like I'm just feel very behind I feel behind so it's like in that sense time timelines are completely fucking us up so I want to deal with timelines first okay um, you know, people are like, when, when should you say I love you? And it's like when you're in love. Right. So, okay. I think that all of the questions around, oh, how long should you date before you're exclusive? Yada, yada, yada. I think all of those questions are a result of the nineties dating culture that I always refer to where it's like, you know, you shouldn't sleep with him until the fifth date and stuff like that. And it's just like, we're very stressed about that. Like we feel like we're always rushing for something. And by the way, I just want to connect this back to scarcity mindset, which is that I think that the reason that specifically women's are so obsessed with timelines and like, when did he say, I love you? When did he ask you to be exclusive? Like, when are you going to move in? is because you're just like, you're rushing to the finish line. And it's like, hold the phone here. Don't we want to elongate this process? Yes, I understand, you know, we have the biological clock. I'm all too fucking aware of that. Okay. But I'm talking about like when you start to date someone and you're in the early stages, like, don't you want that to be like a beautiful, long, drawn out process? What's the rush? If they're your person, you're going to be with them forever. So why are you rushing? Like, why is it so important to get it done? I think women just always feel like they have like this pressure to get it all done or, You know, you got to marry him quickly, otherwise he's going to like get away. And I want to rebel against that. I also think it, the timeline obsession and pressure causes a lot of women to settle because they're thinking like, okay, he's going to say I love you within five months, and then we're going to move in within uh thirteen months, and then he's going to be proposing for this. And it's like, you're talking about a life. You're talking about your life. Why does it need to happen? with these weeks and months, which, which like these weeks and months are just, I mean, what does that even mean? Like, what is a week? I don't know. I'm going to get pretty woo woo on this. So when you guys say like, oh, how, how, how long is too long to not say I love you? Well, I would say when you feel that you're very in love with the person you're dating and they don't love you back and it's been some time and it's not changing, that's, then there's an issue there. The issue is when you feel like it's unbalanced. Or if you ask me, tanks how long should we be dating before we become exclusive? Well, if you're not comfortable with them sleeping with another person and you don't feel like they're reciprocating it and you know you're super into it and they're they're not and you just you're just trying to get them to say oh we're exclusive so you feel safe, like then that's the issue. Time is all relative. And every relationship is different and every person is different right? Like Vera Wang didn't design her first wedding dress until she was 40. Do you know that? There's all those examples of people who, you know, Tina Fey is someone who is massively successful. It happened way later for her. People get married all different times. Frickin uh, Amal Clooney was, I think, 37 when she married George Clooney. Who cares? It doesn't matter aside from the biological clock. And that's the last time I'm going to say it, but I'm, I'm not an idiot. I know it's there. Uh, it's just completely made up these timelines. And once you free yourself from them, you honestly, it's like a massive weight off your shoulders. Honestly, once I turned 30 and I, and I really internalized like, oh, I'm not going to be one of the, like, I'm not going to be like a 28 year old bride or whatever. I was like, oh, I'm free. In the sense of like the pressure was gone. I was like, because I'm just not in that young bride category anymore. So who cares? I wish I had I wish I had not cared before I turned 30. I wish I had not cared from the beginning, but I did because society sucks and makes us feel like we need to hit certain markers by certain points to be valid. But what we do on this podcast is dismantle that and free ourselves of those of those thoughts. It genuinely doesn't matter. Like when you look back at your life, do you think that you're really going to care whether you had a boy when you ha- whether you found your person at 36 or 34? Like, do you even think that you're going to remember? No. You're going to think about all the cool shit that you did and all the fun times and all the people you loved. Like, that's what matters. And it's like we talk about this pressure, but it's like you have to put up a shield against these societal pressures. And it sucks because there are people who really push the timelines. There are, all those, are those people who, you know, you see at a cocktail party and they're like, are you dating anyone? Are you getting engaged? Are you getting engaged? Are you? Oh my God, when are you guys going to have a baby? When are you guys going to buy a house? When are you, it never ends. It never ends. So next time someone asks you one of those fucking annoying, rude questions, just think it, it's never going to end. Literally, I, I mean, I imagine people in the old people's home are sitting there thinking, being like, are, well, are you going to die first or am I going to die first? Like, da, da da da. it never ends. What's the rush? We're all on earth to just experience things. So you can't rush your timeline. So don't be dictated. Don't be don't feel pressure to adhere to a timeline that was literally made up. I don't know by who, you know, we talk about like societal people, you know, I don't, I don't know who started this rumor that you have to get everything done by the age of 31, but it's a lie. It's a complete lie. And it doesn't equal happiness. And that's what I really think that a lot of people need to internalize is like, yes, there's pressure, but the, the crappy thing is that even if you force yourself to adhere to this timeline, Right. Let's say you kill yourself to get a boyfriend, get married, have a kid, have a, you know, house and all by the time you're 30 or whatever, that doesn't guarantee happiness. And that's the biggest farce of all. That's why I'm like so angry with timelines, because I'm like, it's literally just a made up thing to make people feel bad about themselves, but it doesn't necessarily equal happiness. It's so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code Petals. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy. And it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and Unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from OSEA. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code TINKS at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. to my core at how smooth my hair looked especially that frizzy top part you know in in your part all those little baby hairs coming through that frizzy part that was smooth so shout out way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle frizz free up your schedule with way go to dot com and enter promo code meetings for 15% off any product that's t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com promo code METANKS. Do you find yourself searching for true crime podcasts that are different from what you're always recommended? Do you want to make a real difference in the cases that you're following? Well, you're a crime junkie. And I'm Ashley Flowers the creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. There are hundreds of episodes already available, and each Monday we dive into the details of cases spanning from some of the most infamous to those that you have never heard covered before. Listen to Crime Junkie podcast now, wherever you're listening. Okay, now I want to talk about time in a different way. It's so important, and time is the only limited resource we have. And yet we give away our time very easily without thought. It's funny because we have this obsession with like getting things done by a certain age or, or what have you. But at the same time, we will give our time away to people and things and activities that we just don't care about. So like, for example, how many group dinners have you said yes to that you just don't wanna go to? And you just say yes, because you feel obligated. How many coffees with a friend who you don't really care about anymore, you guys aren't close, have you said, yeah, I'll go, and then you spend two hours there, and you're just, like, waiting, looking at the clock the whole time? It's funny because, like, when we are going to buy a big purchase, like, say we're going to buy a new bag... We think about it for ages. You know, we call our friends. Do you think I should get the brown or the black one? Oh my God, should I get this strap or that strap? I don't know. Should I get, you know, oh my God, I'm so excited about it. Like we hem and haw, we plan, we plot, we get it. We feel so happy with it. Like we really weigh over these decisions. And I get that because it's money, right? And Money is a difficult resource to obtain more of, but technically you can always get more money. You can't get more time. But yet we're like, oh, yes, let me sink two years into this relationship with this shitty person who isn't growing, doing anything for me and is trashing my self-confidence. Oh, uh, let me just spend eight weeks chasing some dude who doesn't like me. Eight weeks. I, you know, I spoke a lot about box theory in last episode. And I think the reason that I wish I had it in my 20s so much is because I just, like, spent so much time on people who didn't care about me. And I don't believe in regrets, but I do kind of regret that. I do. Because I look back now and I like look at that 24-year-old old old girl and I'm like, yeah, like it's all part of it. And it like led me to where I am today. So I'm grateful for that. But eight weeks, I would have been better off just hanging out with my friends. Like that would have been a better use of my time. And that's why I'm always trying to push you guys to examine like, is this a good use of your time? Like is this guy you're hung up on is, you know, do you even like him? Like, ask yourself those questions. Do I even like him? Like, is the sex good? Like, is this serving me? If the answer is yes, go for it. I just hate when people waste time. I really, really don't want that. And if I can prevent anyone out there from wasting time, that's a huge win for me. A reminder of uh, the trick about saying yes to things, whether it's a networking event, a group dinner, uh, whatever it is. If you wouldn't want to go that night, say no. Huge unlock for me because, you know, I think, oh, yeah. And like it was kind of like a thing with Lauren, my assistant last year, I would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll go to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she like the day would come and she'd be like, oh, you have this thing to go to. And I'd be like, no. And then finally, like, I, you know, after a while, she was like, she's like, do you really want to go? Because I feel like on the- I'm like, no, on that day, I will want to go. And she's like, will you? And then I learned this trick. I, don't, I think it was from Instagram or my therapist or something. And it's like, imagine that you had to go tonight, putting on makeup, getting an outfit, getting in the car, going to dinner, spending the money at dinner, whatever it is, go through the motions in your head and say, do I want to go tonight? And if the answer is no, say no. Saying no is a beautiful thing. Protecting your time and energy is a beautiful thing. And just being more selective with your time again, like, really, really think about it. Like, we give it away like it's nothing. That's why I get so mad at myself when I... And I'm trying to be better this year about, like, mindlessly scrolling. And I... I kind of like it's hard for me because I always am kind of like quote working. I'm like, oh, I'm answering a DM from you guys, or like, oh, I'm making a TikTok, or oh, I'm like editing something, or blah blah. But I'm on my phone, and then I'm like, oh, I might as well just sit there and scroll mindlessly for fucking twenty minutes. Let me just do a deep dive on this uh, this girl that I forgot about, and I need to go check on her and see if her horse is okay. Like. I really want to cut that out this year. Like, I'm really working actively on that because time is so precious. And it's like, I'm not saying you can't ever rest. Like, I want to be very clear about that. I'm not saying that, like, chilling on the couch is wasting time. I'm saying, for me, if I'm going to relax, I would rather put my phone down, watch TV, read a book, listen to music, listen to a podcast, because then I actually feel rested. I do feel on the whole, like scrolling on TikTok or Instagram at length is a waste of time. That's my opinion. That's where maybe I'm projecting, maybe that's just for where I am in my life, but I don't, I can't see an argument why that would be like a good thing. It's kind of like you've got to be choosy about what, you know, who you follow and the content you're consuming because it's like, okay, yeah, get in, get out. Everyone loves being on their phone. That's fine. But I'm talking about, you know, the vibe you're in your bed and you should go to bed. And you just go on TikTok and you're just fucking scrolling. You're just fucking searching for a hit. And the hit doesn't come because it's just like, it's like we're, a, it's the dopamine uh, addiction. We're just like, okay, more, 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 more. You know? I also think about a lot about time and in dating apps. Like that's why I have the 10 minute rule of like, if you're on dating apps, go in for 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes say yes say no finish out any conversations make a plan to meet up and then get out because otherwise it's just a time suck that's not efficient you're not any closer to meeting someone if you swipe 20 times instead of 10 that's just not how that's, this game works sometimes it freaks me out to think about like okay there's 24 hours in the day that reminds me of that meme that's like you have the same 24 hours in a day that Beyonce does like, just to shame people, make people feel bad. I hate that. Um, but sometimes it freaks me out to think about, like, okay, there's 24 hours a day. There's seven days a week. But recently, I've been trying to, like, look at my week ahead of time and look at, like, where the blocks are of free time and think very specifically about how I want to spend those blocks. Like, okay, what nights of the week do I have free? How many nights a week do I need to myself? Because I need plug-in wall time, hibernation time. Like, that's very important to me. But I also need social time. And this January, this past January, I really realized like there is a point where I can I can actually have too much hibernation time and plug in the wall time because I get a little weird and I get kinda I just like need to do socialization. So you know, thinking about, okay, here's my allotted free time. What how can I divvy up this free time to best serve me? What do I need right now? Do I need rest? Do I need socializing? Do I need sex? Do I need uh dating? Do I need whatever? And look ahead. Like this is that that's one way to really be mindful of your time is to look at it in week chunks and even day chunks, like really familiarizing yourself with your calendar at the beginning of the day and being like, wow, I have a two hour chunk uh, from two to four I could take my sneakers to the office and go on a little walk in that time and that will really, really make me feel good and energized so that I can go to that networking event. Or, you know, I didn't get a workout in for the past couple of days. If I go on a walk during that time, it will make me feel really good and boost me up. Or, ooh, I get to work from home on Friday. Let me schedule ahead that nail appointment that I've been meaning to do and then uh, book a lunch with my friend because I'm feeling like a little lonely and I need to meet her, meet her uh, in advance. And I wish that I'd taken control of my Time earlier. I used to not. I used to just like not plan ahead and not do that. And then I feel like that's what causes massive mood swings because, like, all of a sudden you're, you know, it's a Sunday and you don't have any plans. And then you get really lonely and you're freaking out, or like you are exhausted because you didn't realize that you had like five birthday dinners in a week and you should have stayed in this weekend. All of those things, like, they're all levers you can pull and make yourself feel different ways. That's what time is. You can manipulate it to help you feel good. And the more aware of it you are, the more you're thinking about it in terms of blocks and how you can fill those blocks, the more empowered you'll feel. This was honestly so woo-woo of the you know conversation about time. And I, I, I like to be acutely aware of it, but it also freaks me out to talk about it too much. But hey, we got there in the end. My hope is that at least you will all uh, just think about it more preciously when you're thinking about giving it away you know like okay do you really need to go to that thing that you're dreading if you really are dreading it say no time is precious spend it with the people you love spend it with people who make you feel good oh this is the one last thing that I want to say um when you think about the time blocks of your week of your day of your year and you're thinking about the people to fill those time blocks with This is so simple, but if you can internalize this, it will literally change your life. Spend time with people who make you feel good. I'm going to say it again. Spend time with people who make you feel good. You should leave hanging out with people feeling energized, happy, inspired, curious, satiated, energetically satiated. What you don't want to do is spend time with people who make you feel bad about yourself, and and it could be inadvertent. And I'll give this example: when I was like first becoming a content creator, influencer, whatever, and like all these people started wanting to hang out with me in LA, I got a little swept up in it. I got a little swept up in the scene. I was like, oh my god, this person wants to have dinner with me. Oh my god, let me go. And I would always leave those dinners and parties feeling badly about myself. And it doesn't really matter why, right? It could be lack of confidence on my part, could be the people just and me didn't vibe, whatever. But I felt like I should be hanging out with those types of people, but I didn't feel good. Like I felt like it was only cool to say that I had hung out with them, but it didn't actually feel nice. And then finally, I was like, well, I actually, I I just want to hang around with people who make me feel good. We talk about energy vampires on this podcast a lot, right? The friend who just wants to get coffee so that she can talk about her situationship that you've talked about for the last 50 times, talk about herself for two hours, and then be like, oh, okay, well, that was fun. See you later. And you're like, whoa, I'm really drained. I'm not a therapist. Why did you just trauma dump on me for the past two hours? Spend time with people who make you feel good. It's that simple. I hope that was a helpful episode. I'll be back on Wednesday. I love you all so much. That was a very serious ending, but I just want i, I want you guys to feel good. So um, think about how you're spending your time and who you're spending it with. I love you. I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style with new Pandora jewelry pieces that set a shining example for the world to see from big feelings to small messages beautiful hand finished jewelry from pandora radiates with your love from every angle with pandora's vast selection of rings bracelets earrings necklaces and charms there's endless ways to show what's in your heart write a love note to yourself or your best friend with handwritten charms or a personal engraving shop now at pandora.net pandora be love